0: Welcome to the Um, Umbia Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. It is the May 18th episode of the Um, Umbia Sports Podcast. It's your Wednesday edition of the show as we continue to make our way through the conference finals heading toward the NBA finals. I'm Chris and with me as always is John. Hey, listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you haven't done so already, you can help us out by subscribing and sharing the show with your sports-loving friends and family. If you're sick of supporting ESPN, CBS Sports, Line, these big corporate sports sites, we offer you umyasports.com yeah as a place for you to head each and every day for the latest in sports news and information curated from around the web and available to you free of charge and free from ads. All right. Sir, with that out of the way, let's jump into our topics. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am excellent. So uh, we uh, had a draft a couple weeks back. Mm -hmm. I guess it's been a few weeks now. Um, The Eagles, they had quite a draft, I think. Uh, And it seems like they are closing the gap on the Cowboys in the NFC East.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think based off of who the Cowboys lost and who the Eagles gained, uh, there's little debate about the fact that the Cowboys now have a kind of a big target on their back to maintain the top of that um, that division um, in the NFC. So I think. I think that's correct. I think in a lot of people's minds, the Eagles with the A.J. Brown pickup and then the Son Reddick pickup and um, having already Justin Jeff or not Justin Jefferson, I'm sorry, but um, what's the guy's, the quarterback, um, Jalen Hurts uh, and uh, Duante Smith already on the roster. They've created a really good offense and defense for themselves, and then they just picked up James Bradbury uh, from the Giants who they cut, who the, uh, the Giants cuts? So now they have a, you know stable defense and offense and the cowboys there's still a lot of question marks around surrounding them as far as Ezekiel elliott's health the ability to hold on to the football has come into question over the last few years Dak prescott obviously he's coming back from that big injury was able to play a little bit last season want we'll to see exactly kind of how it translates into this season and then all the wide receivers and they lose um, they lost one of their main three guys uh, to the cleveland browns after and then they just cut him. So a lot of movement they have has happened around the Dallas Cowboys. So the question now is, can they stay on top of the Eagles? And I don't think they can based off of everything that the Eagles have done to put themselves in a great position to succeed. Everything's around uh, Jalen Hurts at this point. All he needs to do is use those pieces to his advantage and end up winning the winning football games. And I think that's the, he's the correct piece to do that. And so we,
0: with this, do we think that uh, like if we look at the NFC East, you got what the Giants, the Giants, Cowboys, mm-hmm. uh, Eagles, uh, Commanders. Yes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So uh, it seems like
1: this seems like the it's just the Cowboys and the Eagles kind of fighting yeah. for that top spot. The Giants might be in that conversation over the next couple of years. It just depends on if this draft and the number one draft choice that they have or the number the, not the number one. I'm sorry, that was the Eagles or the the. Uh, Jaguars had the number one, but the early draft choice of defense and that they had, can he go in and plug in and have success in this offense? But they still have to figure out their quarterback situation. There's a lot of questions around Saquon Barkley who might have been on the move, and the wide receiver room is on the move, and so no one really understands where the Eagles are at. And then the commanders now have Carson Wentz at the helm, but we have some question marks about him and his success in the NFL. And so these two teams I don't think you can put in that conversation, but ultimately I think the A.J. Brown pickup was one of those that you know, boost them from being a mediocre team to being probably the best team, um, and then Jalen Hurts just needs to take a step up from where he was last season, and we saw that at the end of the season. We've been talking about that quite a bit, but it's kind of the last opportunity for him to take control and prove that he's the, you know, the the t- person that they've been needing to the right right the ship for the Eagles here. So now's the time, and I'm excited to see that little matchup happen multiple times yeah. next season because yeah. they always do.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. What happens with the Eagles is they try to get back uh, get back on top of the East and make their way into the playoffs. So uh, another team that is a big playoff hopeful going into next season uh, are the Tennessee Titans. It looks like Derrick Henry uh, may be getting a contract exen- extension, at least according to the Bleacher Report. Uh, the rumors are that uh, the Titans are open to a contract extension after uh Derek Henry's foot injury Mm -hmm. so should they be paying him now and extending him or should they be thinking about the future uh and and the future without him
1: that just depends on what happens this season can he come back from the foot injury and look as dominant as he did uh throughout you know the last couple of years last time we saw him was in the playoffs and he really couldn't get much going uh it was mostly relying on the offense and there's like It resulted in a lot of interceptions. So this Tennessee Titans team has revolved quite a few different running backs in there and kind of trying to figure out who's the replacement piece. But you're going to have to play him and you're going to use him until he either cannot play anymore or you're going to extend him. Because after the season, if he's injured and he can't remain healthy, cutting him seems like the most obvious choice because there's not a whole lot of teams around the football league that would take a chance on a guy that's having consistent injuries and can't stay on the football field because then they're investing money into a position that they they think maybe he can return to his former glory, but a lot of times when teams get those guys that are kind of at the end of their career and try to, you know, bring him back to the beginning of their career, usually it doesn't work out well for them, and they are usually getting cut, and then that's usually the end of it. So, using him one more season, see what ends up happening, and then extend, uh, having extension talks and all that stuff to come into place, probably makes the most sense because then you get to kind of you're in a perfect situation. Uh, if injuries continue to happen, they continue to plug him. You know, don't worry about that. Let him finish his contract and move on and get to go into the draft or free agency or something like that. But if he's healthy and he's able to return back to that uh, state that he's been at and the dominance that he's been at, then, you know, it's probably the obvious choice to extend him. But ultimately, I, I think. Derek Henry will kind of come back strong. I don't think. I think a foot injury is kind of devastating to a running back, and obviously he has to play with that. Uh, I don't know if they removed the plate or not, but he has a plate in his foot. Uh, At the time of the playoff game, he's going to have to kind of get into that curve again of going back into the football and I mean getting guys launched at his legs because that's where the only way you can really tackle him. So that maybe could bring back the injury a little bit, but ultimately I think it's just one of those things where he's he's a competitor. He's a really good running back, and he's had success from college all the way up to this point in the NFL, where now this conversation starting to lie, uh, and it kind of lurk its head a little bit, but I think an extension makes sense at this point. Uh, where we're at right now, that might change uh, in the near future, but uh, as of now, I think it just would be uh, dumb and weird if they just decide okay let's get out the ties now and just cut their losses because some coaches strategies and some GMs is it's better to cut them early than a year too late. So that shot I don't think works with Derrick Henry because you don't want to give another team an opportunity to play with this guy that's still, you know, finding his health and is able to dominate and then you have to deal with him on the uh, on the defense side of the ball. So ultimately I think it's one of those things where you have to you know, you kind of have to take a risk at it. It could be a bad thing or a good thing. But if they're just now starting the contract talks, it could probably it'll probably take a good while before they actually get to the point where they're signing. Uh, so it's probably best to, t- to kind of drag your feet a little bit with it, see what happens, and see if he can maintain good health. And if he can, there's no w- reason why they really shouldn't because at this point, he's one of the best running backs.
0: Indeed. I saw earlier today that you fielded a poll on Twitter, at Um Yeah Sports is the Twitter handle for those of you that would like to jump on Twitter and follow, Um, but there was a poll out that you uh, were asking um, the audience what what topic we should cover um, out of a, a handful of topics. Uh, and the one that uh, that won was uh, well Aaron Donald Aaron Donald is yes he unhappy they, is he unhappy, unhappy yeah. Uh, will he continue to play or is he on his way toward retirement from his playing days in the NFL?
1: Yeah, it was it was a weird situation because I saw today that, I saw an article that just basically said that he wants a certain money, a certain contract extension, and a certain amount of money to be willing to play. And it's weird because earlier it was announced that he signed a contract and that he was happy with the money and was like one of the highest paid. And now this kind of article comes out and is like, is the, is he actually unhappy? Is he actually thinking about retirement? Uh, and obviously, we'll get more about this in the next couple of days as this is kind of a big story of. This could sink or uh, sink this Rams team, or it will make them into another Super Bowl contending team because Aaron. I think
0: he makes that big a difference. Aaron yeah. Donald on your team is the difference between
1: uh, him along potential with repeat and yeah, and just
0: sucking it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think
1: so because I mean last season that defense line was destructive. Uh, obviously, I think it was Jalen Ramsey and him were the top two guys on that defense and making the most plays and kind of wrecking havoc. Uh, all throughout the season you lose one of those two guys you kind of lose the heartbeat of the team because those are the guys that kind of get things going and you know move things forward you don't want to lose a leader you don't want to lose the guy that kind of gets everyone into um into the good a good mood and gets everyone kind of ready for the football game and all that stuff so just losing someone like that's a big deal so they they uh the Rams need to focus on getting him back and paying the, the amount of money that the that he desires um and I think it's kind of shocking. Like I mentioned that they, that even comes out that he's a little unhappy because it seemed like he was perfectly happy and ready to kind of continue and move forward. Um, the Sean McVay said he's nowhere close to leaving football. So he'll stay Jalen Ramsey will obviously stay. And they've signed some, uh, a couple of the defensive pieces, uh, and and offensive pieces with Allen Robinson coming as well. But, if you lose him, I feel like you also lose OBJ at that point as well, because you already lost Von Miller on that defensive squad. So losing Von Miller, and Aaron Donald, uh, one to a time, one to the Buffalo Bills is just kind of a devastating loss, especially because if you get back to the Super Bowl, there's a uh, there's a chance you get to play the Buffalo Bills and you need a good defensive you know scheme to attack them. So, I mean, the the guy I think you know, uh, sink sink. Sinks this ship if he retires. Uh, and and so I think I'm glad people were voting for this one because I was excited to talk about it because I think it, there's, there's a lot of implications for the NFC. Uh, he retires. I think the Rams slip from, you know, that top spot like we've been talking about in the NFC and fall to the lower half, not to say that they're going to be a bad team, but to say that they're going to be more of a middle-of-the-road team that's going to have to define it, you know, that's way back up to the top again. Uh, I, I think that Super Bowl repeat is not going to be a thing for this Rams if they do not have that certain piece attached to them. And ultimately, I think there's a way to replace him because a lot of times defensive players are always drafted high in the draft. Uh, so you're going to find a way to get higher up in the draft and actually get into the first round because right now you got rid of a lot of your first round draft choices for the next couple of years. And you're still kind of in the middle of that. So losing Aaron Donald now would be also a devastating blow. So signing into at least a couple more de- year deal would have to be you know, top priority. Uh, I saw an article kind of right after the draft ended or uh, right after the Super Bowl ended that said if he could bring everyone back, then he'll be back. And obviously they've not been able to bring everyone back, but, you know, a decent chunk. But right now, OBJ is kind of sitting out there. There's a chance he leaves, a chance he doesn't. We talked about that last podcast. Von Miller is gone. Uh, and now you have a question of losing him. Uh, you know, the glory is of the Rams might be, you know, prematurely ending a little bit here. But if they're able to stop the bleeding at, uh, at uh, Aaron Donald, or Von Miller, depending on if they're able to sign the extension, uh, they might be able to patch the bow enough that they can just make a few, you know, different strategic moves, and you can get things back on back in order. But you're kind of playing with a situation where you don't have much to kind of go off of. You have you you don't have any draft first round draft choices for you know the near future. You don't really have any second rounds either, and you have to worry about uh, cap space, salary cap, all that stuff, and the guys that you're trying to pay. Uh, and now you kind of look up and you're wondering to yourself. This could be the move that can, you know, destroy our franchise for multiple years that we're trying to rebuild. Or it could be the move that kind of keeps us into, you know, the same race that we've been in and where we are before this article kind of broke. So big news, I think, for football fans and for Rams fans in general.
0: All right. Well, uh, be on the lookout for more polls. Uh, We plan on fielding some of those so that we can uh, get some feedback from. From y'all around, what you want to hear about, and what we should be talking about as we jump into uh, to each episode. So please be on the look look out for that, and uh, we appreciate your contributions. All right, uh, before we head out, um, as I mentioned at the open, we have the NBA uh, conference finals going on as we head toward the NBA finals. Uh, we had a game last night, the Celtics taking on the uh, the, the Miami Heat. What did you think of that game as uh, as that series kicks off?
1: Uh I thought there was kind of a They had one small slip-up quarter, if you're the Celtics, that destroyed everything. At the beginning of the game, the first, you know, half, they were just dominating. Everything was going down for them. Three-pointers from long range, short range, it doesn't matter. They were just knocking down everything. Defense was, you know, top of the line. They really weren't struggling there. Getting turnovers, getting steals, everything that you really expect from them. And they were doing it handicapped without Marcus Smart or Al Horford. And you thought to yourself, you know, this is, you know, a positive swing and a thing that can really help it go into the right direction in the series going forward. Uh, Obviously... The uh, that third quarter was the one that really destroyed any hopes of them coming back into the game. Even though they had like a ten point lead right after, right, before, right after halftime, coming back in the third quarter, it was just turnover, turn turnover, turnover, excuse me, turnover after turnover after turnover, and ultimately they really couldn't find their footing again until the fourth quarter. And by that time, it was just trying to climb out of a very deep hole that they kind of put themselves in so that's kind of the story of the game and kind of ups and downs of it and if you just look at the if you just watched at the third quarter onwards you'd probably like this game seemed lopsided from the beginning and they it's amazing that they're even this close but if you look at the first whole half you realize that this this celtics team was not playing bad at all And they were doing without probably one of the best defensive players, maybe the best defensive player on their team is Mark Smart and one of their best three-point shooting players, and now Horford, and also a good defensive player who had a lot of success about uh, stopping Giannis. And I think they did a good job of kind of controlling the, kind of getting into the paint and playing in there and having uh, Robert Williams back also, you know, was a big benefit for him. But it's not something that, as a Zelda fan, you should be worried about. Um, I think if they're able to get both those guys back, in the following game which would be tomorrow Thursday uh, that's going to be a big benefit for them and that's the type of thing that could turn around you know this type of this type of uh, situation where they're in right now but even if they don't get him back and they just get Marcus Smart back or it's just Al Horford back that's the type of thing that's going to be enough to make sure you stop uh, Jimmy Butler from scoring like 36 37 points in one game which is kind of ridiculous and most of that came in the third quarter so you got to slow him down and I feel like now this team is going to kind of come in with the head of steam a little bit here especially um, Jimmy Butler, who's going to really kind of come at this, at the Celtics team and play very physical because that's the type of team that the Celtics are, and so they have to stop. Uh, they have to stop uh, Jimmy Butler from being able to do what he was able to do in this in uh, yesterday's game. Um, so I'm excited to see how that turns out. And, and obviously you got the you got the Warriors and the Mavs tonight, which is going to be a fun game to watch, kind of see how that turns out. But I expect a really physical end of the rest of the series for for this uh, Celtics team and I fully expect them to sweep the rest of the games like I said I think it was gonna be a five-game series anywho uh so I just wasn't expecting when that when that loss was gonna come it could have been the first game I thought it was gonna be the second game because that's usually the game that these teams lose but losing those two guys was a devastating blow but now they know what to expect from this Heat team now they know they can yeah. beat them uh, also the Heat know they can beat them and they know where their weaknesses are but that was also with a handicapped version of them so I expect the the Celtics to come back a little bit angry and, and you know wanting that win
0: all right, very good. Thank you. It's a quick episode. It's a Wednesday, as usually can be quick ones. Yes. Appreciate you hanging out, listeners. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Please do subscribe, share us with your friends and family. We appreciate you. We'll talk soon. See ya. You. See, See ya. You.